Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Cousin Cast. You are here with Caprice and Alyssa, and today is Chocolate Sunday. And so as advertised, today we're going to be talking about Lori Harvey. So Alyssa, tell us a little bit about Lori Harvey and the situation. Yeah, so Lori Harvey, as we know it, she is the daughter of Steve Harvey. Um, She is a well-known model and socialite. Um, if you're on social media, you've probably heard a lot about her dating history. She recently just broke up with Michael B. Jordan, but she's been known to have dated um, Diddy. And it had been rumored that she had also dated his son, Justin Combs, as well. And she also dated Future. Okay, so... She uh, just recently stopped dating Michael B. Jordan, correct? Correct. Allegedly. Neither her nor him has confirmed that, but she took all of their pictures off of their social media. And I would have to check, but I'm not sure if he took the pictures off of social media. And he was at a basketball game looking visibly hurt. So, um, (laughs) my take on this is, so everybody's saying like, okay, you know, She's 25. I think he's like maybe 35. And, you know, maybe she didn't want to commit. There's a lot of speculation going around about, you know, why they potentially broke up. And so, Alyssa, like, what are your thoughts, you know, on, you know, dating different men in a short amount of time like Lori Harvey? Um, Honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it. We are currently in a time where that's just the way that modern dating goes with our generation. So people are speed dating, basically. You know, it's more like, do I like this person? I'm going to give myself the amount of time that I think that I need to figure out if I like this person or not. And once you figure out you don't like that person, you know, it's perfectly fine to just end it right there. So I don't see a problem with it, especially since she's only 25. Yes, so like I was going through tweets and one says, at least Lori Harvey has the boss to leave when she's not happy. A lot of y'all are three to seven years and a kid or too deep into a relationship. Y'all knew from the jump wasn't something you wanted long term. If the relationship no longer serves you the way you want, leave. And so that is from Santini underscore 12. My take is... I wish I was more like Lori Harvey. You know, um, I feel like I've held on to situations because I would just say because like I was hoping that it would lead somewhere. And see, I'm like, so my situations have been different from Lori Harvey's because she's actually been like in the actual relationships. I've been in situationships. And so like holding on to those like, waiting for people to you know uh waiting for men to make a commitment to me because they know all the right things to say to try to like keep you on at arm's length and I wish that I had I guess the guts the balls like the Twitter user said to just go to like just leave like if it's not giving what it's supposed to be giving then to just leave and I've had so many situationships where I felt like um I was holding on to hope or whatever, a false promise and stayed in them for like a long time when I could have just been, you know, 
either dealing with somebody else or just you know being to myself and see the thing is people think that like people think that you know you have to uh people don't like to be lonely and so you just pretty much settle for anything and so i just want to take a page out of her book like it's it's like a two-sided story it's like a two-edged sword i mean like you know do you just give up on someone that you had a real connection with just because you know things aren't going a certain way or do you like leave at the first sign that you know things are not gonna that you know do you leave at the first sign of when something goes wrong and so that's like the battle that i'm having with i guess the Lori harvey situation is you know should you just leave when you know at the first sign the first red flag whatever or should you stick it out because you do have a connection with this person and it's worth it and see with Lori Harvey we don't know what her she don't talk so we don't know like you know what her how she just goes about things all we know is it's, it's not that she bounces from them and men to men but she just kind of like no matter like how long they were dating and no matter what the situation she could kind of just like drop them whenever she just feels like it right um yeah I definitely agree with you as far as like we don't and I think that that's the most important thing to realize is we don't know what happened because like you said she don't talk I don't think I've ever really I don't even know I don't even think I ever heard like her voice before to be honest but you know we only see what's put on social media and then You know, we know that once photos get taken down, most likely, you know, people broke up. They break up. So we don't know what happened other than the photos was taken away. Um, Michael B. Jordan was at the basketball game, almost looking like he was like pained and close to tears, to be honest. And that's it. And, you know, the rest is history and written on Twitter about all these different speculations of what people think happened, especially with her dating history. Um, But to go back to what you said about, you know, whether or not figuring out if you you stay with somebody solely because you guys have a connection or not, um, I would agree that that's something that I too struggle with, but... I'm more at a point where it's great to have a connection with somebody, but at the end of the day, like if there's red flags everywhere, I can't just say, Oh, we got a connection. Therefore, you know, that means that we're meant to be together. Oh, I should be complacent and stick around for this. No, that's not, that's not fair. So I'm at the point now where it's kind of like a three strikes you're out rule. Like, if something happens the first time, and when I say three strikes, right, I mean like small incidents or observations. Um, if it's like a major red flag, then it's like, yeah, I can't do this. But three small red flags, you know, then it's just kind of like, okay, I can't, I can't do this. It doesn't matter how much it seems like the connection could grow it's not benefiting, it's not doing me any good. And it's not going to do me any good 
in the long run and it's not going to be fair. So that's where I'm at with relationships and like I definitely commend Lori Harvey about you know just leaving when it's time to leave. But is that genuine though to kind of have like a um a tally mark thing going on when you're dealing with someone like oop well, you know you farted too <laughs> you know <laughs> you didn't open up the door for me three you know it could you know just all types of different stuff and so um do you feel like that because I feel like the dating game now everything seems so what is the word it's just so complicated like everything just seems so oh you know as a girl if you you know me as a woman if I ask you for some money you don't give me none on to the next or you know just little things like you know I go on a date with you and you eat like somebody say you go on a date with them she went on a date if they eat the biscuits as soon as they get put on the table that's a red flag so everything just seems so like I don't know if people are getting picky or whatever everything's oh the word is calculated everything seems so calculated like mm-hmm. people are playing like mind games and and trying to like um test people there was like a situation go uh trending on twitter where the guy asked her for some money for something and then she like gave him an excuse and, he, and then he said little does she know basically he was using that to book their trip or you know whatever it's just like if you're gonna be if you're gonna do something for somebody do it why test them like why everything now is like a test everything is like a test of loyalty it's just not genuine people don't like genuine like people anymore people just go for people for the aesthetic it seems like and that's right. what sucks nowadays because there's no pure intentions I don't feel like anymore like you see people you know I don't know so it's like you know what and then in your opinion does everybody have like, I'm going to take a page out of Kevin Samuel's book. And I'm not saying I disagree or agree, but does everybody have the right to have the same standards? Which we don't know Lori Harvey's standards, but like her, let's just say her thing is, you know, she once she's done, she's done. Like, no second, that type of thing. With a woman with three kids, can she be the same as Lori Harvey that's saying, like, you know you know, whatever, like, three strikes you're out, like you said, do you think everybody can have the same standards as Lori Harvey? Does it take a certain person to have the standards of Lori Harvey? What is your opinion on that? Because I've seen a tweet about that, and it made me think. Um, so to, like, go back a little bit, um, so, like, when I say three strikes you're out, I mean, not, like, nothing, not, like, petty mistakes, because at the end of the day, like, people are human, so... I understand. You know, it's like if you bring, if there's bread that's brought to the table and you automatically, you know, grab some, it's like, why not? That's what it's there for. I mean, more like red flags, like, are you taking my feelings into consideration? Like, do you purposely talk over people? Are you rude to a waiter? Those are the type of things that I look for when I'm with someone. Cause I know that it's just like, those are the signs right there about basically a recipe that could probably end up in disaster. But to answer your question, um, I feel like everybody has a right to have their own standards about what they will 
and won't um, take in a relationship. I don't think that somebody who, you know, I don't think you have to look a certain way to have standards. I don't think that you have less value or less standards just because you have three kids. At the end of the day, everybody has their own idea of, um, you know, they have their own confidence and their own self-esteem. And you know what you can take at the end of the day and what you won't take. And it shouldn't be devalued or told that you should take less just because you look different than somebody else or you're in a different situation than somebody else. Yeah, that's my thought too. Like, with Kevin Samuels, he would talk about how high-value men, high-value women. And most of the time, if you were, like, fat, short, had kids, never been married, been married multiple, you know, that type of thing, then you don't deserve to have the same standards as, like, a single woman with no, you know, that type of stuff. And so I just wanted to kind of just bring that into perspective that people would be like, oh, you are, but you're not Lori Harvey, so you can't, you know what I mean? You don't have to look like Lori Harvey to have quote-unquote Lori Harvey standards. No. Yeah. No, you don't. And I feel like it's not for somebody else to tell you that. Um, You know, because it's like, I feel like, you know, everybody has their own standards. So just as much as I'm not knocking somebody else on their standards, it's like, why are you trying to knock me on mine? You know, what would you say? What are your standards? Um, like your main ones, not the bread thing or like little, you know, little stuff. Cause like for me, I mess around and say, I don't want to bite with chest hair, but see, <laughs> so what are your non-negotiables? Um, definitely <clears throat> my number one non-negotiable is somebody who, I can't be with a guy who's just ill-tempered and mean to people or, you know, just has a bad, just has a bad, um, just has a bad attitude about things or is always negative. I'm personally not that type of person. So that's really my number one standard is I'm just not, I'm just not dealing with that. Um, another standard, like, so then I look for guys who are just good hearted, good hearted. Like I am, um, will want to help people is ambitious, funny. I look for somebody who's funny, can take a laugh because I, it's kind of like what you said earlier, where dating now is more calculated. So I don't know if it's just me, but like. I look at it as because it comes off as so calculated. It's like you can't, you feel like you can't be yourself or you, you have to put on like this facade in front of somebody. Like personally, I just feel like, you know, if you accidentally burp or something like that, like you shouldn't be crucified (laughs) for that at the end of the day, because we're all human. I will say, my standards are 
definitely someone who's who's not complacent like i can't deal with people who are content like you have to always not saying you can't be satisfied with where you are because right now i'm satisfied where i'm at i'm not currently you know looking for another high paying job you know or nothing like that i'm kind of just like fine where i'm at but like i kind of work to get here and so like you know not being just complacent where you are um if you're not doing what you think you're capable of doing and because that can be uh, that can be a lot in the future you know what I mean like I feel like I am a very ambitious person um a goal setter a goal getter and I kind of need somebody with that same type of mindset another thing is I can't do petty I dealt with so many petty people like there are some things because mirrored from like okay going up to the petty thing like I dealt with a person be like oh what did he say he was like oh um we can't go out to eat or whatever because i'm working on my album uh you didn't buy my album anyway you know just did just was super petty with every little thing and i'm just like i can't do this like and and i'm not gonna like be i don't like what men are super argumentative either like that is just like Mm -hmm. not okay but also i what i see what i want in a man usually like i'm not gonna say a mirror is like what my dad says that's weird but as far as like my dad opens up the door for me you know he walks on the side of the street (laughs) you know and then like he would give me his coat if i was cold he pulls out the chair um the car door thing like you know just chivalry people don't have men don't shiver that's when they say chivalry is dead chivalry is dead they be like your arms work why can't you open up the door you know that just that different type of stuff and so um yeah i just i haven't really dated anybody i can't name not one person that i dated felt like was really supportive of me and i feel like you know, going to college and being in sorority and going to grad school and all of these other different things. I never felt like I had anybody that was like on my team. And so like being super supportive, like I think a lot of our standards sometimes come from like being with people that did things that we don't want in the future Mm -hmm. and then recognizing the things that we do want. So like, that's the reason why I think it's important that you don't be like, you know, oh, I wish, because I, I do. Sometimes I will be thinking, like, dang, I wish I would have met. Why was, what was I thinking talking to him? Right. Like, what, the, what is wrong with me? I am so much better than that. But, like, it had taught me a lot about, like, you know, what I do and don't want. But, like, I am about to be 28 this year. I could say I spent, like, a, a, a hundred almost 100% of my dating life dealing with bullshit and then when people out like I it was somebody who did the most to me like that after him it made me look at me and just very very differently he was one of my first and like he would just, he, like commented on my snapchat like also oh, you was never the problem especially right I'm the problem at all I think I'm a great communicator for one I can work on my attitude a little bit, but I don't even be spazzing out like that. I'm a great communicator. I'm very thoughtful. I give great gifts. And it's not me just having myself up, but I would want me and somebody else. Like, I could genuinely see that I would want me and somebody else, and I never get it. Like, where the hell are you in this world? No, I definitely feel you on that. How do I find you? Like... (laughs) Every, you know, and then to also say I'm grateful for the fact that I haven't had, I think I had one relationship in high school 
that lasted a couple months and then I moved end up moving and then like me and him still okay to this they actually just blocked him uh as you know um a couple weeks ago but <laughs> um other than that you know I cannot say I, I haven't truly experienced like real heartbreak or you know dealing with somebody for a long time and being public with them on social media and stuff like that and then having to take the pictures down or whatever I haven't really had that experience mm-hmm. so I can say I'm kind of grateful for that because I know the person that does come I know that my first real heartbreak is going to really hurt so I just hope the person that does come will be the person I end up marrying that's the that's that's my aspiration am I actively looking right now no but am I open to it yeah because I'm single yep I'm definitely with you on that boat. Um, yeah, I've been in situationships basically, um, or just like small, just like small situations that never really went anywhere. Um, but I definitely will say that they all taught me what I didn't want in a relationship. Um, yeah, it definitely taught me what I want in a man and what I won't put up with. Um, yeah. I personally, I just sometimes, I heard, I seen on Twitter someone say, like, you should ask, like, your exes, like, or not really exes, but just people you've dated in the past um, about maybe you know, what they felt you could have done differently. But I also feel like, who gives a fuck? Because I know that I was better in the relationship. I was better to you than what you were to me. So it's just like, am I really going to sit there and take what they say seriously? Hell no. Like, I'm open to constructive criticism. But seeing just their character and how they are, you know what I mean? Like, taking what they say oh you wasn't you know whatever it could be something stupid like I, you know I don't know if I would literally I don't know if I would really um take heed to it cause then the only thing that's gonna be going in my mind is well I acted that way because you acted this way cause you did this so you know my effect was because of your cause like the reason it, it starts with you and I think that like I'm genuine to the people that I've dated and um I definitely feel like they were the problem. And I can't wait till we get guest hosts on here because I would like to talk to a certain, like, I would like to talk to someone who kind of thinks like Kevin Sanders just to see, you know, what they think, like, you know, but um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely haven't. I don't know. I feel like when it comes to closure, Somebody, it has to be with somebody who is just as open to talk about what happened just as much as you would, or else it's just going to be a, you did this and, you know, that pissed me off. And, you know, it'll just be basically like throwing tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes at each other instead of having the closure that you're seeking for. So I've always kind of been in between with closure because I just feel like it has to be two open people that are able to just speak their minds and say like hey yeah you hurt me that hurt my feelings or like you said like I only reacted that way because of this 
it's like, but does closure even matter? Like, does closure really bring the peace of mind that we think that it does when it comes to that type of stuff? So, you know, when, and this is like a very like wild example, but like, you know, when someone passes and they, let's say they get murdered and the killer is brought to justice and the parents say that they got the closure that they need or when somebody is murdered and their body is found and you know the parents or whoever says you know that brought closure doesn't like you know when you talk about like a relationship with something something else that has like in a way died does you know do you really get closure or does it still just leave you wondering because like you said i think it does take a mature conversation but you know sometimes i wonder like is it even necessary or can you or should you just be done with it because it's like it's going to be a bunch of finger pointing in the end right um but i guess it just depends i guess it just depends yeah it definitely depends yeah um like I've been in two situations where I got closure and I felt like that was both because the other party was able to be as open about things as I was and it helped it brought everything you know like where you were saying it basically brought justice to the situation and therefore I felt like personally I was able to move on from it um but it's definitely like a case by case thing because you don't need closure for everything. Um, sometimes I think it's just easier to just cut it off and then just go about your business. But in some cases it can help, but it's not needed. And it doesn't have to be your number one. It's not, it doesn't have to be your number one way to heal from the death of a relationship. What about, what do you, when people say they, oh, we can still be friends. It depends. (laughs) It depends. It depends on the person. Cause it's like, I was in a situation where we tried to go that route. And then it felt like he still would hold like a source of resentment for me for for me so it just felt like it was it would be awkward when talking about if you know I was possibly dating somebody else or he would just kind of like bring up things as like I don't know just try to like make snarky comments to kind of like hit below the belt which still showed that he had resentment towards me and Ultimately, it did not work out. We are not friends anymore. Um, But yeah, it definitely, it depends. It has to be two mature people that are like, okay. And sometimes I think that it has to take time to heal from that in order to come back possibly together and be like, okay, I can be your friend now. And it depends on what they went through in the relationship as well. Yes, because there's people that I've talked to, and I'm like, why in the hell? Why would I be friends with you? Like, if you were a girl, 
we would have got the fine by now. You know what I mean? We would never, if we will never be friends. And so it's like, why would I want to be friends with somebody who did to me? Like, that's not a friend. Well, I don't have to be your friend. We don't right. have to have no, t- we don't have to have no beef or it don't have to be no animosity or anything like that. But like, we will never be friends. Like, nigga, what? Oh, I want to be your friends. You crazy. You owe me $60. True story. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I bet friends pay friends back. They do. Friends don't lie to each other. Nope. So I'm not obligated to be your friend. Mm -mm. Any closing words for today, Alyssa, on this chocolate Sunday? Um, basically, you know what? Have your standards, you know? Um, you know what's best for you at the end of the day. Heal as well. Um, if you have like any animosity, you don't have to have closure. Um, unless the other party is open minded and you do not have to be friends just because you're afraid that you know of cutting all ties with that person. And I also hope everybody has a wonderful week as we go into a new week. That puts the cherry on top. All right, join us next week, Father Time, where we talk about men having hella kids by different women. Bye-bye. Bye.